Alright, hey there, I am Tiffany Youngren, owner of OMH Agency, and welcome to Breakaway Agent. In a world full of real estate pros struggling to get ahead, there are a few who emerge and become wildly successful. If you are or are working to become one of these Breakaway Agents, this show is for you. Thank you so much for listening, and even if you just get one thing out of this episode that helps your business grow, that is a huge win. Hopefully you'll get a few nuggets to help you move forward. Today, I am so excited to welcome Ashley Delp, broker owner, and Emily Petroff, owner, director of operations, both of the Ashley Delp team and Dream Realty. Hey, ladies, thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited. I feel like I've just been stalking you, Ashley, like, um, you're going to do the interview. You're going to do the interview. When are you going to do it? You're going to do it now? You're going to do it now? Did you get my email? That's get my why I have Emily, because sometimes I don't follow up on those emails, and then uh, I forget to follow yeah call you <laughs> well the cool thing is is that Emily is here and yes. I remember there being a time where it went from stalking to you agreeing to do it right and then you're like oh can Emily come and I'm like Emily who and then you told me and I was so excited because I'm like I've interviewed so I have another podcast called chat and grow for masterminds and it's a marketing related podcast and we talked about authenticity and transparency which it's huge. I in our office, uh, Taylor and I talk about it all the time, and it's just like in, you know ingrained in it. Like we can't help. It's almost a flaw to the point. So um, so it's so fun to talk to you about that. But I'm really excited to have you both here um, to share with us what you guys have going on because I know um, I just love how you're really um, forward thinking and you just try crap. You're like I don't even care if people. You don't. I mean, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Like my perception is that you're like. I don't really care what other people think. Like, I just want my own way. Like, I don't have to be right. I just want my own. And I love, like, that's my motto is I don't have to be right. I just want my own way. Right. So I just, when I meet someone who's like that, I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yeah. I kind of just, we throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And sometimes it's a real good idea. And sometimes I really should have not done that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're courageous. And I think that that's really, really good. Thank so, you. well, why don't we start out? Ashley, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what's gotten you to where you're at? Briefly. I, uh... What do you want to know? Um, I grew up, brief, on a, like, yeah. grew up on a ranch here in eastern Montana. Used to be a sex ed and dodgeball teacher for a few years. That was not my jam. Mm -hmm. um, although there are days I question why in God's name I left. On, on a bad day, we just I threw dodgeballs at <laughs> second graders. So, so it was really a lot of fun. Um, and just always knew I wanted something more. And I always loved having my own business. I had done multi-level marketing stuff just to, you know, always... I, I love sales. And mm -hmm. so then I ended up... Um, kind of had a midlife crisis in my late 20s and <coughs> ran away to Denver, discovered I didn't like being poor and uh, living in Denver. So then I came back up here, fell into real estate, and I really have been blessed with a uh, great career. And I, yeah, that's kind of, can go over that stuff later. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank you. And so Emily, how yes. about if you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, so I am a Billings, Montana native, born and raised, um, fifth generation entrepreneur. Um, I've owned 13 different businesses in different industries. I am a single mom of three boys, ages 19, 14, and 12. Um, and I'm super passionate about helping people create a business that they love and that gives them um, not only like that's something that they're passionate about, but gives them the time that they need to invest in the other areas of their life. And so, um, I'm excited to share a little bit about our story because we are now able to do that for people inside of our business. That's so exciting. And now you guys co-own 
yes. your business. Yep. And then how about if I know, uh, Ashley, you're in production. Yes. And then you, um, Emily, you work on the business. So how about if you guys talk about your team and the dynamic and how you make that work? Yeah, go ahead. You um, so I, I do the sale I'm, in regards to I'm, I do all the listings. I still work with a few buyers here and there. Um, every so once in a while, I think that I should give advice and coach them. And then I very quickly <laughs> realize that is why I have Emily. Um, because I just think everybody should be able to do everything right now. Let's just go and it's going to be fine. And Emily's like, no, we're not going to. Okay, thank you. Um, so I, I really just focus on the selling and coming up with some of our big ideas, um, which... We, there's a book that we both love and it's called uh, Rocket Fuel. Mm -hmm. And so Emily is absolutely our integrator and I am absolutely the visionary. I have these big ideas. I have no idea how we're going to do it um, or if it's even a good idea. And so then Emily will take it and run with it and say, okay, here's, here's what we're going to do and we're going to check these boxes. And then I forgot about the boxes, so she has to remind me to go back and do the boxes. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my role on the team is... Uh, creator of mischief and sales. <laughs> awesome. And she's the broker for oh, yeah, and all I of broker. our agents. Yeah. So um, she's a contract queen and is really making sure that um, all of our agents are um, really know the contracts in and out, mm -hmm. and um, that they're um, they feel comfortable with them, and that they don't you know they don't get themselves and or their clients or anybody else into hot water. Mm -hmm. So. That's good. Yeah. Well, and is there anything else you wanted to add about like the team? And yeah. Um, so I think the thing that really makes um, our our business work and um, what we've noticed in the last year since we became partners, because Ashley had this business um, prior to I was her coach. Actually, um, we've had a coaching relationship and then became friends for four years or whatever. And so we joke that we dated for a very long time before we got <laughs> married. Um, and. Uh, what really makes it work is that we have almost exactly exactly opposite skill sets mm -hmm. and um we know when to like in dancing i guess it's this lead and follow kind of thing and so for us sometimes one person is leading and the other one is following and then vice versa and mm -hmm. we do it almost I would say flawlessly, right? Yeah. It just happens so organically. Like there are times where I'm like, nope, this is Ashley's got it. <laughs> got to take this one, and she's leading that. And then there are times where she's like, this is not my. And so it just works really, really well. So I handle all the back end of our business, the, the on the business things, mm -hmm. like you were saying, um, all of our finances, um, all of the. I manage the entire sales team, um, creating all the systems, both for our admin and for the sales side of things, um, all of the marketing, all of the um, sales. Uh, stuff that goes along with that and helping the agents to really build their business inside of our business um, and um, yeah and so then she supports them on the broker side and um, and then she's our our main hunter so um, we both get to really do the things that we love so much and that we're passionate about and um, I would say the other thing that really works well for us in regard to the team dynamic is that we're very transparent and authentic, mm -hmm. right? So it's nice they, to have someone on the team who trains that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the team gets to see us. You know, we don't have all of our conversations behind closed doors. We will have very authentic conversations in front of the team. So everybody is a part of what's happening um, on the fly a lot of times. And um, I think that that's a, an environment that can make some people feel uncomfortable if they're not used to to being in an environment where we're authentic and so we can be very honest with each other and I know there's something there's nothing that I could ever say or vice versa that would hurt 
her feelings mm. because we are working on ourselves all the time. So that's a huge part of our business model is that we are a team who wants to grow and that also means that we have to be willing to push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, not get butt hurt over things and, mm-hmm. and really, um, and, and we're friends too. Like right. we really do actually like each other. So um, <laughs> we're not just business partners. It, it works really well. Oh, that's so cool. And I think I'm imagining being someone else on the outside. It's so unusual. Let's just start with that. Like the things that Emily works on, the things that you work on seem to be for most, for many, maybe not most, but many companies like a luxury. Mm-hmm. How luxurious yes. that you could work on people and <laughs> relationships and be self-aware. And, yeah. you know, um, have you been able to, this is kind of off script a little bit, but just have you been able to, I know you coach other people about it as well, but like looking at your dynamic and this whole, we do the dance, we understand it, we look for weaknesses. If someone was starting a company and struggling, what, is there some suggestion you have for that person to like step out and get someone who fits who is their yin to the, to their yang? (laughs) Yeah, actually. Um, so the book that brought us together and made us or supported us in getting married was, um, it's called rocket fuel and, um, they have an entire, um, list of visionaries that don't have an integrator and integrators that don't have a visionary. Mm. So when we listen to that, for example, like people in the past, like, uh, like actual humans. Yes. Walt Disney and his brother. Okay. Gotcha. No, 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 no. Like if I, if you listen to that book and you go, Oh my God, this is what happened to us. We listened to that (laughs) book and I went, Oh my God, I'm an integrator. Like that is what I do every single day as a coach. And I don't have a home to go to and a team to build. So it was really a good, like, I cried the, the, when we made Shit. the decision. Uh, Drive back from Denver, she's falling. <laughs> we have people who are sleeping in the backseat. They don't know what's going on. I am inadvertent, inadvertently uh, proposing to her, being like, let's do this. Like, let's yeah. go kick some ass. And she's bawling because, like, it just, it finally, I mean, and we'd been coaching together for years. And, like, we listened to the book and then it all made, like, it came to, it was just this perfect, like, mm. whoa. Kind of your aha moment. So yes. If like you listen to that book saying. and you decide, oh my gosh, I'm a visionary, they have a website that you can go to, and there are people who are integrators looking for a visionary. So I don't know if that's something that you know we we already have found ourselves yeah. at that point and realized that that's what we were. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that you know there it's duplicatable. Are, like it's yes, something that people can absolutely. pick up on. And, yep. and then they do give examples of people that you know that are are well known, like mm-hmm. Walt Disney, and that that you're like, oh, I get that that's the visionary type and this is the integrator type. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was really a, a great, it was an, a big aha for us. Yes. If oh, you're a visionary, go and find your integrator as fast as humanly uh. possible. Um, <laughs> it will change your life in so many great ways. That's so awesome. So in your business, um, is there a niche or um, like property type or people, or is there a niche at all that you work within? Or like back to real estate, I mean, that yeah. was... I'm sure we'll come back to... So before we go to that question, I just wanted to add one more thing about what we were talking about a moment ago. Um, And if somebody is is struggling um, in terms of their... And and you said it's it's a luxury to work on yourself and, you know, that... I would say that that's not true for us. I would say that that is... It's probably not true for anyone, honestly. That is the core of our entire business. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the foundation. Like, without that we don't do any of the other things. So it is the most important piece yep. of our entire, like what we do every single day. And it's 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 ingrained into every single meeting, every single conversation. I mean, everything yep. is about 
how they're working on themselves and the way that they're talking to themselves, the way that they're talking to their clients. So I just, mm-hmm. I think I can't stress enough how it's, it's our culture is mm-hmm. to yeah. be that way. And mm-hmm. so I would say that if somebody is struggling, look at how much you're integrating that mm-hmm. into your business. Yeah. 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 So, well, and I, and I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I said it, I feel like that's what people do think is that it's luxury, but I could not agree with you more right. that it's actually, it's really the difference between living and dying. Like it's right. the difference between thriving and just shriveling up because I, I mean, just kind of on a personal note, I know for myself and I literally this week have just had this whole transformation where you know, I've been working really hard on this business for three years and we've completely transformed everything based on some really good coaching that I'm getting and some really good um, people I'm surrounding myself with, but it's just been really difficult. And I've just, as hard as I was working, I had to work a thousand times harder. And so yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to die. Like, I don't, I don't think yeah. I'm going to be able to do it. So I said, it, and I, I, it's funny cause I work with real estate agents. And so this is, you're my people. Like I was in real estate for like 15 years and I always say like, source time management, like you don't get better yeah. training than in real estate because you have to manage a lot of things at once. And everybody gets 24 hours. Everyone's the same busy. It's yep. just how do you put the blocks in? And so, um, you know, I have all these excuses as to why it's hard to make this time, but I really um, did just set a, an hour aside and I just started like being quiet, which is insane. So I, but, but there are tools, like it's just a matter of doing it. And I thought, I'm just going to take care of myself for a minute. And then I'm, and I'm so much more peaceful and it's been a better week. And I feel like I've been, I mean, honestly, I feel like I've been more of a blessing to the people that I'm around, hopefully or not, but maybe I'm (laughs) delusional. But anyway, I just think, again, it goes back to this hustle and grind is important and it's great, but it should be fun. And if it feels like you're dying, um, take a minute, you know, and look at what's causing that. And I think what you said is so true is it's not a luxury it's an absolute must. Yeah, the thing that I remind that I have to remind Ashley all the time, and, <laughs> and myself too, and our agents, is that real estate is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get, you know, wrapped up into the next transaction, mm-hmm. the next transaction, the next transaction, and feel like, <gasps> especially when it's run. fun. I think it's hard because it's fun. It is fun. And so it's like, like that's the great because, thing. Because you know, when you say that, someone might be hearing and go, "Well, I don't feel like that." But you know what? If you feel like it's super fun mm-hmm. and you have adrenaline, you might be dealing with that. Yeah, You're going to end up waking up mm-hmm. going, where'd my life go? Right, you right. Know? absolutely. And yeah. I'm still, okay. So anyway, I can talk about that all day long. That was awesome. That was good stuff. And yeah. thanks for bringing yeah. that up and clarifying because that's so true. Okay, so. Um, niche. Yeah, niche. Do you have people. one? Yeah. Um, I, again, I do all the listings right now. So I don't think we, I have a personal niche. It's really just residential. Um, but it's really fun to watch all of our our the team members who are agents and and they start as buyers agents. Okay. So it's really fun to watch each of them go into their own niche. We don't have to say this is what you're, they just automatically kind of slide into those roles. And so I think everybody on the team kind of is creating their own niche, whether they realize it or not. Mm. The example of what happened at the meeting yesterday morning when Chris was talking about clothing gifts. Oh my God. So Christopher, who is on our team, um, he is this very flannel wearing six foot seven country kid. And if he could just sell land and ranch stuff or hunting ground, that's all he'd do. He Mm -hmm. loves it. So he goes, we need to get Elkhorn knives. Those should be our closing gift. Elkhorn (laughs) knives. Uh, 
that's not going to fit anybody else's clients. <laughs> one client from California who's moving here, yeah. who's like ready to be a Montanan, and uh, but that is his. Oh that's man, kind of his yeah. jam and his niche. Yep. And we have another gal who just started with us uh, a couple of months ago, and she's. She's from all over, right. um, but she is like on point with her fashion, and she's just like she's a totally different, you know, person than right. Chris. And we, Ashley <laughs> says, none of Cindy's people are going to appreciate an Elkhorn <laughs> knife uh, as a clothing gift. Oh, so awesome. um, I think it comes back to the authenticity, yeah. right? We encourage them to really be themselves inside of their business and attract the people that want to do business with them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense for Cindy to be doing business with somebody that wants an Elkhorn right. <laughs> if we have Chris on the team right. who would connect with that guy right. and they would just love to hang out and be together. So I think more so than you know a niche or a price point, right. it really is about being authentic and yeah. attracting those clients that really want to do business with, with the agents because of who they are, not because of what they do. What they do is a benefit. You know what the service that they get is just a extra kudos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from the the I'll put my like CFO hat on for a minute <laughs> and say like our niche is the properties that turn over. Right. Um, like, we're not interested in having properties that just sit. So right. um, I, I think she does an amazing job when she goes out. She doesn't take listings that we're not going to be able to sell just mm -hmm. to to do that right and or to get buyers from. Um, so and that helps me because. Generally speaking, I know that when we get a, a property, she's priced it right. Um, she has very good control of the client. The conversations are very, she's she's not the agent who just tells the client what they want to hear. We have very authentic conversations from the get-go. So I know that when that property comes on the market and it's ready to go, it's going to sell. And that helps me be able to run the back end of our business um, financially. So right. that's very helpful yeah. for us. That's awesome. So how many agents do you guys have? We are, I don't know, CFO, what's your numbers? <laughs> uh, so we currently, including Ashley, well, everybody on our team is licensed. So yeah, we should just say that right off the bat. But in terms of agents who are in production, um, we have four, four. that are in, in full-time production right now. One is Ashley. having a baby. Um, As we speak, yes. right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. um, and she was making calls yesterday. Right. Um, like she's just awesome. Um, and then we have um, two that are getting their license right now or that are, are going yeah. to be in full-time production um, but by the end of 2019 um, we will have 15 agents that are in full-time production okay so. okay and then you guys work more as within a team team like yes more of a we're not team so much rich. like okay we're all team rich okay <laughs> 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 okay so that's, we're going to, okay, so Taylor, who is my right-hand person, we have to, that's a new, we need a glossary of breakaway agent <laughs> term, huh? because we had cooperation. Have you heard of that? Oh, oh I like yeah. that. I've had, I had one agent, I like flipped out the second she said, I'm like, that is the best word I've ever heard in my whole life. Um, so yes, yeah, so I like this teamerage yep. too, so that's, that. we'll, we'll have to add that to our glossary. Yep. So, yeah. so basically they come in and you all work as one unit by team versus them just willy-nilly yeah. like you have your own business yeah you do it okay and there's however many other brokerages in town if that's mm -hmm. what they want if then they can absolutely go you know there's a lot of agents that we talk to or that want to get into it and our team isn't a good fit for them mm -hmm. culturally or from a holding you accountable standpoint um so yeah anybody who is at the brokerage is under the team. Mm -hmm. So that's the team. Oh, very good. Yeah. So are you looking to grow the team then? Are you 
really happy with the 2019 outlook as far as the size of your team or where are you at with as far as that goes? I would say, I mean, we want to grow it, absolutely, but we only want to grow it with culturally correct people. Mm-hmm. We don't want to bring in, I don't care how big of a producer you are, if you come in and mess with our funk, or not with our funk, with our culture and you funk it up, yeah. uh, then no, like that's not going to work for us um, because we spend so much time together. We hang out outside of the office. Mm-hmm. There are so many times that people will come into our office and they'll assume that we're in a meeting because we're all in the conference room. We all have our own offices, mm-hmm. but we're all hanging out in the conference room working because we just like hanging out together. Mm-hmm. So I, while yes, we want to grow it, we want to grow it with purpose and be very strategic with the people that we bring on. Okay. So. so yes, growth, careful growth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and thoughtful growth. So awesome. Uh, so, so now I know you're a high producing agent as well. I'm pretty sure. Like, it looks like it. Like, I see you everywhere. So <laughs> you definitely are successful and a leader in the industry here, especially here in Billings. Um, with that, what are some things that you struggle with when it comes to growing your business? Uh, follow-up. My follow-up game is not uh, great. Um, and now we're getting the systems in place. I just want to go hunting. Mm-hmm. I like door knocking. I like calling expired. Basically, cold calling. I enjoy those things. Like, uh-huh. there is a rush for me when I can connect with somebody and and know that we're gonna be able to help them in the best possible way or get their home sold that they didn't have sold before or couldn't get sold before. Um, and it wasn't because the agent was bad or they didn't wanna sell it, just they didn't have the tools or you know whatever it was. So I like going and hunting and my follow-up is weak. <laughs> like, so, I, like my follow-up game with you to do this <laughs> podcast. It's okay, no, 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 that's all right. It's my job to... Uh... Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really curious about this because you work with a lot, uh, Emily, you work with a lot of agents and you've coached a lot. And, um, for myself, like I, um, have labeled myself as a bad cold caller or, door, you know, door knocker. Mm-hmm. I had another agent call it head knocking cause you're mm-hmm. actually talking, you know, like building relationships. But, um, I have learned now, didn't you recently, Emily, jump out of an airplane? We did together. We did it together. You both did it. Okay. So I'm still not going to do that. But um, that's, (laughs) had you before, like, do you guys have any issues with heights or did you, was that like a just, oh, we want to do it kind of a thing? Yes and no until you're in the plane. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So that feeling, that's how I have felt up until recently when it comes to like, and it's not even cold calling. It's like people that I know have reached out. I mean, any kind of calling, honestly, I really feel like that. Like I'm standing at the... I mean, honestly, for me, it's more like standing at the Space Needle where I'm looking over and I thought, hmm, people jump from the side, you know, because <laughs> I still have never actually stood on an airplane. But that's how I feel. And I know that a lot of agents deal with this, too. And personally, I feel like, um, you know, when you jump off that exhilaration and then you lived, that's right. the feeling I have when I actually made contact and it went well. You right. know, it was like, oh, I lived. That was awesome. And right. now I get to brag about it. So, yeah. you know, um, but I'm really curious about that dynamic with a person who is really good at cold calling. It's, I mean, maybe I have personally, and you tell me if this is true, but it seems like if someone's really good at calling and getting out there like Ashley is, um, a lot of times the follow-up is kind of sucky. And then if they're good like me, like I can manage everything and follow up really well. But it, like someone has to like threat me within an inch of my life to do it. Um, but I'm really good at follow-up. Um, is it... Have you found it to be, would you normally recommend that someone either strengthen the other area 
or like do what you guys did where you're teaming up with people who are better at it. I think the customer, my sense would be the customer experience would be better if we shored up on both sides, but can you share a little bit like your insights on that? Yeah, I, um, again, going back to the authenticity, um, I just had a conversation, Chris, uh, Christopher, the agent that we have, he is having a little low in his business right now. And so we were having uh, our one-on-one coaching session this week and, um, he had just had a conversation with Ashley the day before and um, she gave him all this advice and all these things to do and so he came in to do our one-on-one and you know he had done some of the things that she had recommended that he do except for none of those things are things that he's good at mm. or things that he will continue to maintain once he comes out of this slump in his business and, and I told him I said Ashley is amazing at what she does but if we taught every person that came into the business how to be her, they would quit. Mm-hmm. So I think that it really is, for me, I'm more of a strengths, strengths-based leader, right? And so I like to look at what are you already good at and how can we maximize on that? And I don't believe that there's any one right way to build a, a real estate business. Mm-hmm. Um, there are real estate agents who have an entire business built off of referrals alone. Mm-hmm. And there are, bus- there are agents like Ashley who don't don't focus on the relationship side so much, but they focus on just the numbers. Like mm-hmm. she will sit and make cold calls for ten hours straight and love every single stinking minute <laughs> of it. And so I think that we when we bring people in, we really encourage and like my job is to find what their strengths are and what they're really good at and help them build their business around and play to those strengths mm-hmm. because that's what they're gonna continue to maintain and Find the edge of that comfort zone and make sure they're just outside of it all the time, mm-hmm. right? So if I push them so far outside of their comfort zone that they're trying to be Ashley Delp and that's not them, mm-hmm. they will never make it, right? right? Um, and um, if they're so comfortable, their business won't grow. Mm-hmm. So it's really like finding what their strengths are, honing in on that, creating their business around that, and making sure that they're still pushing themselves. Like, okay, so maybe door knocking isn't the thing that I love to do. And so you go do it with the team every mm-hmm. week, right? And we make it fun. Or maybe making calls isn't what you do, but we have a call night once a month. Mm-hmm. Everybody stays late. We buy dinner. We have drinks together. We we just, we, we love we up on, We laugh. We love <laughs> up on each other. And then we all go make calls for a couple mm-hmm. of hours. Mm-hmm. So we make those things that are not typically comfortable for people other than Ashley Dope. Um, <laughs> you really are a way, an anomaly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a way to be able to soften the blow a little mm-hmm. bit and to realize and recognize that you're not going to die. Right. It's going to be right. fine. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Emily is great at being your best friend and your worst enemy, all rolled roll yeah. into one very beautiful package. <laughs> uh, and she kind of teeters, so it goes back and forth. Um, so it's well, great. And I think if anyone has a coach, if they don't make you hate them sometimes yeah, right. and love them sometimes, they're not a good coach. They're a terrible coach. Yep. Like, I seriously feel like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And without it, it's a total waste because you, you can be, you can just coast forever like you don't need a coach you don't need to pay someone but if you hate them and you love them at different times I'm I'm very forward with our agents about that like I tell them like I'm perfectly okay if you're pissed off at me about Mm -hmm. this for a little while like it's fine right right? like growth is painful I mean Mm -hmm. before we ever even make them an offer to come work on the team they know growth is painful Mm -hmm. and that is going to be a large part of what you do on a regular basis not just because you're making cold calls or doing this these activities Mm -hmm. but because I'm also requiring that you work on yourself Mm. and that part is not always um, easy right right that's so true that's awesome okay so as you guys are working with agents what are um, if you're queens of the world 
Anxious or not? Oh, sorry. Okay, so Ashley, as queen of the world, yes, thank you. Emily, as aspiring, <laughs> pretend like you're queen of the world. Um, if you could like make your agents do three things that would just transform their whole business, what would those three things be? Lead gen, lead gen, lead gen. Okay. No. All righty. Uh, I'm gonna. They have to work on themselves. As much as I would love everybody to make a thousand contacts a week, um, you have to work on yourself. Hmm. You know, and not work on your scripts, although that's important. You need to work on you, who hmm. you are, not just, you know, I mean, going to the gym. Are you always playing the victim? Hmm. Like, you as a whole, like, as, there's two guys on our team now. So, I mean, just empowering the women, empowering the men on our team to just show up as their best versions. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I, I, I would say being authentically themselves, and I think a lot of people including myself, there's always another layer. There's always another level when you work on yourself. So it's getting clear about that and clear about that. It's, it's a journey, not a destination. So that would be the first thing that I would say. The second thing that I would say is most important. And I think one of the things that I hear a lot of real estate agents that I work with not utilizing is scripts. Mm -hmm. um, they don't use scripts because they don't want to sound robotic and they don't want to like, I don't like how, like you, whether you realize it or not, you're using them. Because you're saying the same types yep. of things over to those people. So find out what that is that's working for you and create a script out of that. It doesn't have to be somebody else's script. Or you can learn, like, and some, sometimes other people's scripts are very helpful because there's psychology in the way that those scripts were built. And you're not maybe converting as high as you could convert right. if you were using some of that language. So before you're quick to write off that that, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to sound scripted, you can really make it your own. Just don't use lose talk the like psychology. A yeah. yeah, don't lose the psychology behind that. So that would be number two. So before we move on yeah. to number three, do you if like I know that there are new agents who listen to this podcast and they're like I don't know what to say and mm -hmm. what like what script sources do you guys do you guys just create your own or are there places that you send people or do you like what resource would you have? That you would recommend. There's so many. Um, but if I you mean, had to pick, if you had to pick two, what would be your two favorites, or one favorite, or two that work but maybe aren't your favorite? Script sources. Yeah. So if someone was like, "I'm new, I don't know," there where do I are. Get scripts? I don't even know. I mean, we've had ours now for forever. So well, does it matter as much where you get them as it does try them and then adjust them as you use them? Or like what? I think you have to try them for a while. I right. would go to a, a, you know, so for us, I'll just say, um, you know, we came from a Keller Williams background mm -hmm. and um, Keller Williams across the world is a very open, like they will let any agent from anywhere come to any of their training. Mm. So we go to every single year, like in February, we're going to New Orleans to their family reunion because they have such good resources. Mm. Yep. And there are 40,000 agents from all over the world yep. that are doing big things and that have the same kind of mindset there that you can connect with and get a, a script partner. You can get, they're, they're willing to share their scripts. So I, I think that if you have a Keller Williams in your area or you, um, go to a Keller Williams conference or a training of some sort, um, there are scripts there that are really good. Um, and so a lot of our scripts came from there that we then have tweaked to fit mm -hmm. our own. Um, we're developing scripts every single day, right? right? I'll hear her say something and I'm like, we gotta, yeah. we gotta, you know, record that and then we gotta, uh, transcribe it and, and put it in our, you know, our drive for, for the agents to hear and see. There are a lot of, of scripts on YouTube, mm -hmm. um, yep. that are really great. Um, and there are a lot of coaches out there that are, um, you know, like they have a, 
free downloadable script book. So I would just so really... So probably a coach that resonates with you. Absolutely. That would be a really good source, yeah. I think. But I think that the other thing, too, is that when you're making calls, like if you're making calls or if you're out door knocking um, or if you're whatever it is that you're... If you're at a networking event, whatever avenue you are using to generate leads in your business you should record yourself doing it so that you yeah. can listen back and go, that was really great. Mm -hmm. I need to develop that as a script because I promise you, you're saying the same things over right. and over again. If you're getting, you know, if you're not having success, don't record yourself. Right. <laughs> that is not working. Or you might hear that you're not having success. Right. You might, you might be going, oh, that was awkward. Yeah. And then not say yeah. it ever again. Yeah. So what was number three? Uh, oh gosh. Queen of the world. Let's Back see. to Queen of the world. Um, Although that number, was awesome. Number one was like authenticity. Number two, and working on yourself. Number two was um, scripts. scripts. And then the third was just going to be finding, you know, one or two solid methods of lead generation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So if it's open houses, do 30 open houses a month, right? And that seems excessive, but it's it's not. Mm -hmm. It can really, like your entire business can be built around doing open houses. Um, if it's networking, go to every single stinking networking event mm -hmm. that you can possibly think, you know? So like find one or two things that you love to do or that work really well for you and make that a solid piece of your business and do not, do not stop Don't get in a couple tracks. of months. Yeah, like right. really make sure that you've done that for a year before you've decided that that is not something that's going to work for you. The thing that I see from agents all the time, all over is that they dabble in this mm -hmm. and they get, they, they didn't get the instant and immediate gratification that they think they need in order to do that. And then they move on to the next thing and then right. they move on to the next thing and they never get to reap the benefits of all those seeds that they planted because they didn't water them right so I really think that that you've got to stay consistent with one or two things mm -hmm. don't just throw a little bit of money at this and then a little bit of money right. at this and a little bit of money at this really do it for a long period of time and have a valuable viable tracking method mm -hmm. before you decide that it's not something that's going to work for you okay very good very good okay I could talk to you guys all day so I am going to <laughs> first before we go to my rapid fire. Um, Ashley, I asked you at the beginning a passion topic um, on your on the questionnaire that mm -hmm. you filled out and asked what's a piece of advice that you're really passionate about that you would um, that uh, that would help other real estate agents and brokers in today's market. And you said come from a contribution and growth mindset. Would you like to elaborate a little on that? Um, yeah, I mean I definitely can do that. And we've definitely, I think we've talked about it a lot, the, mm -hmm. the growth mindset. Um, just, it will be uncomfortable. It will not be fun. Um, I have very diligently for the past, especially last two years, really been a far, far, far <coughs> more diligent about my personal growth and development with some of the workshops we go to. Um, they're not... They're not real estate relevant whatsoever. And I was reflecting just this last couple weeks ago about 2018, and I hadn't, this hadn't occurred to me at the moment or before this moment. I had put so much time and effort into my personal growth and development over the last two years. And 2018, end of 17 was rough, and a little bit of the beginning of 18. And this was the best goddamn year I've ever had. Mm. We jumped out of a plane, which was great. Uh, of course, when you watch your best friend, uh, business partner, just fall out of a plane, you're like, shit! I hope this works. <laughs> I really hope that she comes back. Um, we ran a half marathon. Mm. So I, I have been able to, along with Emily, do more in my life. And I mean, I had some really great 
years selling before I was very purposeful about prior to the 2000 or the two years ago. Um, I had some really big years, made a lot of money. And I wouldn't ever say that it was my best year of my life. Mm. So that has come from, you know, obviously there's real estate training, but that all came from working on myself. Um, and coming from contribution, as far as the team goes, I mean, Emily and I are, are both very passionate. We want to build humans that have better lives when they leave us than when they started. Mm. We want to grow these massive businesses. I mean, let's just be very honest. It is not cheap to, to run a team right. and to do all that. Um, if somebody is getting into it for just their own personal growth, I don't think you're going to last mm. because it is expensive. We would make far, far, far more money. We would have way more money in our bank account if it was just the two of us. Like right. there is no doubt about that. She could run the admin shit. We could have one more admin. Her and I could sell. We'd conquer the world. And we're not giving back to anybody else. So for us, it, it's far more rewarding to come in and be surrounded by all these people that we absolutely love and adore, mm -hmm. that we get to watch growing and doing things that they've never, ever done before. I am still going to get the entire team to jump out of a plane at some point in time. <laughs> they are really on the fence of whether that's a, a reward or a punishment. Um, but... Maybe if they make a certain number of calls, they don't have to or something. See, there you go. Then they can pick. Uh, but if you don't hit your goals in 19, shoving you out of, out of a plane. Um, so, again, that's just where they're coming from contribution. I mean, there's always, like, giving back to the community, and, and that's always a huge deal. Mm -hmm. um, but really trying to develop and empower this. One of our girls did a post that said, empowered women empower women. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought that was very cool. Like, that's yeah. what we want to do. We also want to empower our men, too. But Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, of so. course. Of course. So... Okay, this is rapid fire. So it's meant to just be like short yep. words. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but, and then I'm going to ask you, like, I'll say something and then you'll say your favorite of it, you know? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So, like, book will be one of them. So, like, okay. favorite book? Fanatical Prospecting. Rocket Fuel. Okay, Rocket Fuel. Okay, so like that. Okay. And if you ever come to a question where you're like, mm, trade secrets, I don't want to share, you can say pass. Okay. Or if you just don't want to answer, you can say pass. Okay. For any reason. We won't judge. I mean, I'll judge a little bit. You'll judge. No, I, I won't judge. <laughs> okay. Favorite tool for a time blocking? A headset, because everybody assumes I'm always on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's I never. That's a new one. Mm -hmm. Like, just leave me alone? Well, as long as the headset's on, they assume I'm on the phone. Okay. So that helps yeah. kick their asses out of my office. Okay. Awesome. Um, I think the um, a sign on the door. Okay. Um, and, and being purposeful about right. telling people that you're doing it. Awesome. I love how you guys jump to the fact that you're assuming people time block. You know, like, right. everyone else is like oh, Google Calendar. It's like, you're like, whatever. Yeah, everyone's time blocking, and this is what I use to make sure that happens. I love it. Okay, so I made that longer. But um, favorite technology? My phone. Okay. I think our CRM. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite CRM? Uh, Boomtown is what we use. Yep. Okay, um, that's we really great. Like Boomtown. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, sales pipeline management. Like, you got a lead and you're moving them into becoming a client. Probably still our CRM. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, transaction management. Emily. TC. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's called Next. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, it is the bee's knees when it comes right. to, it takes a little bit to build um, and get it the way you need it to be, but it is amazing. Okay, awesome. Uh, okay, favorite book we just did. Uh, who do you, each of you consider your mentor? 
Emily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, somebody that we really, uh, or I, um, like to kind of watch what he does is Ben Kenny. Mm-hmm. Like, he just does some very cool things, and and maybe he just has us all very dupe, but he appears to come really from contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's somebody, and if you've ever listened to his story, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. I'll so he's just very cool. Uh, he, in, as far as real estate goes, he is definitely somebody that I would have uh, also said. I, I think that he is doing a good job of being a hard ass and making sure that you're getting the best, the people that want to be at the top of their game, and also making sure that they have a life. Mm. Right. Mm. That's awesome. Uh, so do you have a different person that you have in mind as far as real estate mentor, teacher, coach type person? Um, I think that, uh, for us, it's probably David Nagel. Um, yeah, we do like him. Uh, the other side, um, he's a coach. Um, we've attended a couple of his things, read his book. Uh, one of his books is called The Millions Within. I mm-hmm. highly recommend it. It's great. great. Um, it just goes back to really taking full responsibility for yourself. And, um, yeah, he's, he's great. So mm-hmm. we really like him a lot. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Favorite training resource? I would say from my side, um, we have a tool that we use called Bomb Bomb, and it also would be um, on the tech side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I use it to record. Like tomorrow, we're recording one of her lead gen sessions so that I can teach the team. Like so, in terms of training, it's creating scripts. It's creating. You know, we record their buyer consult meetings. We record. We record everything with Bomb Bomb, including the way they connect with their clients. But as a training tool, it's huge mm-hmm. so that we can use those videos over and over and over again and um, they're, you know, duplicatable. Okay. Um, I love attending conferences and connecting with other agents and then calling them when I'm in a panic because I don't know what, like, I, I love pulling the knowledge of the other agents that we connect with mm-hmm. at these conferences that we go to. So just really that one-on-one um, for me. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. A personal growth teacher. Um, so I'll I'll use a gentleman. Um, his name is Luis, and um, also uh, Steve Beck. Um, they were two gentlemen that they are part of this thing called Waking Up Weekend, and um, the Institute for Self Actualization. And it was something that for me um, was a huge part of my personal growth and development that started over a decade ago. Um, but both of them have been really mentors and good models for me to look at the discipline that they're, they're incorporating into their life every day and just the way that they're doing their family and their life as a whole has been a good, uh, for me. Okay. Uh, I, I know Steve Beck, but Luis is definitely, uh, one of mine too. He is just, he's a great human, you Mm -hmm. know, like, and He's kind of that, he'll kick your ass, and he loves you all at the same time. Mm. And so it, it's, he's from that personal growth space, absolutely. So. Okay, nice. Uh, underrated resource in your industry? I will say, for a lot of agents, the Google Calendar. Mm. Um, I think that agents don't utilize and manage their time well. And it could be just something as simple as, you know, putting it on the calendar, making sure that those time blocks are followed, making sure that they're not double booking themselves or that they're, you know, managing your calendar. Mm -hmm. 
utilizing the Google Calendar that you can share with multiple people so that they can also see your calendar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love dialers. Oh, okay. um, I think a lot of agents, oh, I'll just make a few calls here and there, and then they get out of their, out of their lead gen session, whatever that is. So I think dialers serve not only the purpose of getting through phone calls quickly, but they force you to stay in a time block probably longer than you would naturally stay because, mm-hmm. well, you need to answer this email really quick or whatever it is. Not like you can't pause it, but it, I think they're a great way to... Okay, I love this because um, you are just a powerhouse when it comes to lead gen, obviously. So um, I know we're kind of running a little bit long, but can you just talk a little bit about a dialer? Like, what does it do and who do you typically use? Um, we like Mojo. Uh, that's what we mainly use. We also have Vulcan 7. Uh, I prefer Mojo 90% of the time. The thing I like about Mojo is depending on the purpose or what type of dial session I'm doing. If I'm just circle prospecting a neighborhood and, and just calling through the neighbors just to see if anybody knows if the neighbor is moving, you know, did anybody die, uh, then, you know, I can use all three lines and I can be calling multiple people at a time. Okay. If I'm calling through my, my database and I just want to dial one number at a time, then I can do that. It allows me to do that um, and I can build uh, my lead gen session and my dials around whatever is appropriate. So. I'm obsessed with it. And I do rapid fire because I feel like it's a segment of time that if someone was like, I just want to hear the rapid fire, like right. I need some tools. Um, and I guess I just want to, I feel like um, people don't understand, like you were talking earlier about optimizing people's talents. Right. That's a good example of that, where it's like, you are amazing at lead gen. How can we get as much lead gen and squeeze as much out of it with the resources that we have, the time that we have? Yep. And I think that those dialers are a really good example yeah. of that. So yeah, that's fun. awesome. And I got to geek out about technology. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, okay, so I'm going to just jump right to the last question. You've had this one before, so and I don't remember what your answer was before, so okay. you can answer however you want. I am a huge foodie, mm-hmm. and so um, I, I just love hearing about food. I love eating food, but I love... Um, also, I feel like we get to know each other a little bit better right. when I know what is your favorite dish and um, what restaurant or where do you get it? Oh, God, we love food so much, too. <laughs> awesome. Um, I really like anything Brussels sprouts oh. for the most part. Like, that is always a favorite. Um, not oh all restaurants are created equal on their Brussels sprouts. They're out a lot right um, now. Like, there's yeah. a lot of them. Yep. So where do you like them? Uh, here in town, is it Cider House? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, the they last just chance. Yes. last yep. chance. Yep. Are good. Yeah. And the local, the local here in town, I think. Um, There's a couple of them that do. Because I know Fieldhouse. Oh yeah, they yeah. do a cauliflower. Yeah. That's Fieldhouse really good. Really good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Too. So. And actually, I think Walkers does too quite often. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, those little uh, Japanese yeah. peppers that they do. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, those are real good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, last chance that we go there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> embarrassingly. <laughs> on, uh, have you seen their new menu? I don't think so. We were just oh. there on Saturday, but I don't. Know okay, I bet menu. they did. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't remember what I answered. That's okay. It's a new day. It's and, a new day. Um, I think that. Um, I'm just an appetite. Like, I love little, like, tapas, right? Little yeah. plates of different types of things. So I don't really think that I have a 
one go-to right now. I'm also training for a marathon, so okay. I've not been really like indulging in a lot of different. Like types if you of cheated, things. what would you um, cheat with? It would be cider beer and Brussels sprouts and <laughs> cheese and, and uh, whatever tray at the cider house. Like, the it really is one tray. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome. Well, is there anything I didn't ask that you feel like would I should have or that would bring more value before we go? I think the thing that I was just going to say is that, um, you know, inside of the last 12 months since we got married, um, <laughs> we um, have doubled our revenue. Um, and we're on track to do that again in 2019. And so, you know, I, I just, I think that, you know, all these tools and all these things are, are great, but are they working? And I'm, I'm telling you, yes, they mm-hmm. work. And um, not that there's not challenges and not that there's not things that come up, but, you know, just at, at the end of the day, it's the bottom line that also matters. We can't stay in this industry if we're not making money. And as Ashley said, we would be making a lot more money if it was just her and I, but there is something for us that's really fulfilling about having and being surrounded by an amazing group of people who we love and are developing and growing as well. So it's a long game for us, mm-hmm. not not a short game, and um, it works. It, it, it's working. So, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you again so much, both of you, for being here. I know you're really busy. Christmas is coming up, and all that that entails. Um, I think you guys gave people a really great uh, takeaways, and um, so I hope everybody got a lot out of it, but I just, this was so much fun, so I could do this all day long. Um, Thanks again to everyone who's listening. Thanks, uh, we're in person doing this. A lot of times we record over the, you know, over the internet, and um, today we're live in person, and so I must thank our sound guy, Alex Youngren, for doing sound, and Taylor Hill for Uh, making sure I don't screw anything up too much. So um, thanks so much, and everybody for listening, and the best is yet to come. Breakaway Agent is produced by OMH Agency and hosted by Tiffany Youngren. A special thanks to production assistance by Taylor Hill, Dwayne Youngren, and Miranda Youngren. The song Beside Me is by Youngren Music, and a special thanks to our audio production advisor and engineer, Alex Youngren.